I want to talk about sensitive subjects for me. Um, it's one of those things that I hate to talk about because I'm very, very lucky and grateful to still have my mom. I have friends that no longer have their moms and I breaks my heart whenever anything mom related comes up because, because their moms are no longer with us. It's really sad, but I am lucky enough to still have my mom and I want to talk about this because I'm not the only one that goes through this probably. Probably a lot of you guys go through it as well. Um, so my mom and I have a really great relationship. We talk a lot. We talk once in the morning when I'm headed to work and once when I'm coming home from work. Kind of actually I even call her during my lunch. I talk to my mom a lot. I never realized how much I do. My mom is one of those people that has always been sort of obsessed with my brother and I, she has given us the best life uh, and we love her for it. She is very, <laughs> um, she kind of gives us everything. She compliments us every moment she can. She tells us how much she loves us. It's almost overwhelming, but that's just what, you know, I'm Mexican. So that's a lot of Mexican moms do this. It's a very cultural thing for us. Moms and boys are very, very close, right? So Sometimes my mom can say things or do things that make me crazy. You know, they make me angry or they just like this morning we had a conversation that made me a little bit like angry, but I have been discovering that instead of just we've, because listen, her and I've gotten into so many arguments before that we actually hung up the phone on each other and it's been bad. Some of our arguments, but luckily I, you know, I've been trying something different again, having to do with my whole therapy thing where. I surf the moment, okay? So if you have one of those moms that you love to death, but sometimes they just say things that you're like, mom, why did you even say that? Like, what? Don't argue with her because I tend to argue with my mom often about stupid stuff. And, you know, because she's so nice and she's so amazing that I, afterwards I feel so guilty and so bad and I just end up calling her right back and, and apologizing. And it just becomes this like wasteful energy of, of bad car, you know, bad karma, bad energy. And it just, it's a waste. So my small tip of the week is that you should be kinder to whomever you are. Maybe you love so much, but sometimes they say things that you just don't, you just can't. And it's usually going to be someone really close to you. It's usually a relative or maybe like a really good close friend. And this person knows exactly who you are. You know exactly who they are. And the thing is that you just kind of butt head sometimes for stupid stuff they say. I happen to do this with my mom because I guess we talk a lot. But surfing the moment, giving that person that chance, you know, being a good listener again, doing all these things, it's going to help to to not have these little frictions. I'm going to challenge myself to do that. And oh, by the way, talking about this, since I'm talking about my mom, I talked to a little bit about families last week and whether we have uh, blood relatives or families that we've chosen because of the lives that we have, uh, we live, you know, um, so I talked about how my family is not as close as I wish we were. As I was doing my podcast last week, something really, really wild happened. I was recording the podcast about family and I happened to look over because I heard my phone vibrating on my desk and I noticed it was one of my aunts, Tia Nena, my aunt was calling me literally as I was talking about them. 
my mom's sister. And it's very rare because she never calls. So I thought it was strange. And I looked at the phone and the phone call dropped. So I thought, oh, okay, it was just a butt dial, you know, no big deal. As I continued recording, I looked over again because I heard my phone one more time. And sure enough, she was calling back again. What is going on? Why is Tiana not calling me all of a sudden out of nowhere? As I'm talking about family, I thought, oh my gosh, is she listening to my podcast as I'm recording? What's going on? Anyway, I paused the podcast and I called her right back. I Because I don't know, I thought it was maybe an emergency or, or, or something. So she answered and she just said the nicest things to me, like really sweet anti-things, you know, like really sweet things. And, and then she proceeded to say that she would love to invite Ryan and I to sushi on Saturday so that we can all get together with the cousins and have a big family night. You guys, this has never happened before. So I literally almost cried of happiness. I, I was like, oh my gosh, of course. So, um, cleared some things on our calendar and we're going to be there on Saturday night. We're going to hang out with some of my cousins and I'm super excited about it. I've never done this, so it's going to be fun. And I looking forward to being a good listener and just taking the moment living through it all. Um, so anyway, the whole thing with this is that, you know, for me, it's really easy to argue with mom. I don't want to do it this morning. I literally was able to change the subject and, and surf the moment. And I didn't argue with her about this thing where we talked about, um, because again, we talked about how sometimes I can be a control freak. And when things don't go my way, I can become angry. Right? So this morning was one of those moments where that happened with mom and I used my tools that I'm learning and, you know, surfing the moment, thinking about my body, the way I react and things I'm about to say. And wow, it really worked. I was so happy. I avoided everything. My mom and I had zero argument and it was beautiful. So we had a nice conversation um, because I listened to everything and I used all the tools I've been learning. So to put it all together, you know, just give the person time and do not rush into anything with anybody. If you ever feel a negative exchange that it's about to come along, don't even respond. Just take a step back and let that person just say their piece. Whatever it is, it's never going to be that bad. All right. So one of the things that I find very, very important that I'm actually learning to do, it's something I never really thought about before, but I failed to do it time and time again. It's really simple. It's listening. Listening is something that we all think we do, but we really don't. A lot of the times when people are trying to explain something to us, we tend to fly to another zone. We tend to tune them out, whether it's our mom, our dad, our friends, our boss, our coworkers, people at the gym. I do it with people at the gym all the time. I don't like talking at the gym. So when people try to talk to me, I, I just can't. So I try to, <laughs> I just always try to tune into my, to my music and not pay attention to anybody. But anyway, that's another subject. We're going to talk about the gym probably next podcast. But anyway, listening is something that's really important. It is something that I'm learning. First thing you have to do or that I'm learning is that you have to let the person say what they're going to say. And you have to not just nod your head. I mean, there's a lot of 
tips that people give you about like you know if you're listening to someone you should never you know look at your phone you should always put your phone down you should pay attention to them look into their eyes nod while they're speaking things like this but i feel like that's all bs because you can just really pay attention to the person genuinely listen to what they're saying <clears throat> i have been in in certain situations where I'm literally trying to tell someone something that means a lot to me. And that person grabs their phone and starts scrolling through their social media. It is so heartbreaking when that happens because then you realize that even though they're saying to you, Oh, okay. They're nodding and they're doing what they're supposed to. They're looking at your eyes and you know, but you know, they didn't hear the essence of what you just said. So, Listening is something that is valuable for everybody because you gain something from listening to somebody. And at the same time, you also give something, okay? You give someone the benefit of having someone who's listening. That is really important. Having someone who listens to you, whether it's a friend or a coworker or whatever it is, and you let them communicate will allow you to become better at having a conversation. Having conversations with people is something so important. There's short conversations, there's long conversations, there's conversations that are meaningful, and there's conversations that are very simple exchanges. So when you're a good listener, you literally can talk to someone right back and have a really nice exchange. The whole point of a conversation, and this is also something that I am learning, is that I tend to use the kind of rush approach to everything, even when I'm talking to somebody. I don't like talking on the phone. I never really talk on the phone. I send texts to people. It's usually what I do. Um, but having an actual conversation, it's beautiful. Having a nice exchange with somebody is nice. Walking away feeling happy that you just had a good exchange with someone is very, very nice. I feel like I never gave strangers or just people in general the time to speak Usually I try to hurry and kind of forecast what they are about to say. Sometimes I feel like instead of listening, I'm trying to guess the end of their conversation. I don't know if that comes from some kind of way to try to minimize waste of time or if it's something that I just do in general. So I've been trying something different. I kind of literally just don't say anything. I listen, literally listen really well to what the person's saying. And this helps me to speak back and have a really wonderful conversation. So there's never any negative exchanges. There's no misunderstanding of ideas. There's not questions that are stupid because people say there's no stupid questions, but there really are. Sometimes when you're talking to someone and you're telling them something very specific and you go from one to third step, and then they ask a question that is literally very stupid, you find yourself frustrated. I mean, I do. But I am not longer doing that. I am listening. I am being very, very focused on what the person's saying so that I can have a nice conversation, a nice exchange, and walk away proud that that moment, whether that moment was one second or was, you know, 20 minutes, that conversation, that human exchange was good. It is good to have these human exchanges with everyone, okay? It's a good way to try to move around life in a social situation. So become a better listener. 
if you are someone like me that likes to talk and talk and talk, I mean, hello, I have a podcast right now. Um, it's great to sometimes just be quiet and listen to whoever is trying to speak with you because you may learn something. I love learning every day. So I think it's something very important. You know who also is a really good listener or who are really good listeners, I should say, are dogs. I would love my dogs. If you have a dog, you probably know what I'm talking about. If you have a cat, if you have any pet, you know what I'm talking about. But dogs specifically, I want to talk about dogs today. Dogs are simply incredible creatures. They are literally humans' best friends for a reason. Dogs, especially my dogs, uh, Ryan and I have two whippets, Leo and Gigi. They are really great. They're three years old and they are beautiful. They are so sweet. Um, right now, I'm actually home alone because Ryan had to do a business trip. He goes out of town often for a business trip. So it's funny because I never feel lonely, you know. My dogs, even though dogs can't speak, they are full of personality. So when you're home alone and you're with your dog or dogs, it feels like you're never home alone. They are always there for you. Um, they smell good. My dogs smell really good. I don't know what it is. I love hugging my dogs and just smelling them and giving them kisses. Um, dogs don't necessarily like to be hugged, but my Leo, he's a, uh, he's a um, beautiful fawn whippet he likes to be hugged and he throws himself at me so i can hug him and kiss him and he likes to sleep on top of me when i'm watching tv on the couch he likes to just lay on top of me it's really funny they're about 35 40 pounds so they're not very light but uh, they are great uh dogs are have certain needs and i often see people do this and i want to talk about it because i feel like people don't realize dogs you know, they can see color. They see color differently than we do. And anyone that has a dog knows that the moment you say, let's go for a walk or let's go outside. I mean, you know, dogs can understand so many words. A, a dog can understand over 200 words and we don't even realize this, but they can, they don't, they can't speak, but they can certainly, they're really good listeners. They listen to everything we say. So when you say something like, let's go for a walk or let's do, go to the park, a dog is always going to give you a really great answer. Um, they're going to, their body language is going to change. They're going to be anxious to go. They're going to be happy. They're going to be wagging their tail. <clears throat> There's a reason why we all have social media. This is the way I like to explain it. I explained this to my neighbor the other day, because I have a neighbor who kind of brings their dog just to the front of their yard and that's it. They don't take them out down the street. They don't take them to the dog park. They don't, I mean, they don't seem to do that. We have yards in our house and stuff. A yard is great, but a dog has to go outside from the smallest dog, from the Chihuahua to the largest dog, you know, like a Great Dane, something bigger, like an Irish Wolfhound, they all have to go outside. There's a reason. So dogs have the best sense of smell, right? They can smell everything. They can hear everything. They specifically don't sweat. Dogs do not have sweat glands. So there's a way when, I'm sure you've seen dogs, they kind of scratch back and forth, specifically after, after they go to the bathroom. They kind of scratch like they're burying their poop. They're not really doing that. What's happening there is that a dog releases heat through their paws, right? With that, there's pheromones also. So there's scent glands also in there. So there's all these things mixed in their paws. If you ever smell your dog's paw, they usually smell something kind of like, kind of like 
chips, like tortilla chips. I know it's really strange, but it kind of smells like a tortilla chip. Anyway, the reason why is because dogs have specific scents and uh, that they leave behind when they're walking, not only in their urine, you know, but they're also leaving their scent behind through their paws. When other dogs come outside, and even if there's no dogs around and your dogs are walking around, they're going to be sniffing the ground and sniffing everything around because they're reading all the social media comments that all the neighbor dogs have been leaving behind. So literally, think about it as your social media platform. Um, if you don't do social media, uh, then you may not understand this. I'm sorry. I don't know how else to explain it in a way that is really easy. But when you're on social media, you just kind of go down, you kind of start scrolling, and you kind of get to see everything that everyone's doing, what, you know, what this lady's up to, what your cousins are up to, what your friends are up to, acquaintances, everything. So it's kind of fun for us. Dogs find going outside and sniffing and smelling and doing all their dog things the same way. Not necessarily, you know, when you find another dog. Some dogs don't like seeing other dogs in person. Some do. But um, those are maybe more like dog parks. But I'm talking about just for like a walk. So if you have a dog that you haven't taken on a walk for a long time, think about that. Think about how fun it's going to be for your dog to go on a nice walk. How nice it's going to be for you to get out and take a stroll. Sometimes we don't realize. And you know what? When you're outside with your dog, don't take your phone and start scrolling through your phone. Don't do that. Spend time with your dog. Like just a couple minutes, you know, just... Take, do, start with 15 minutes. That's a really simple walk. The way you can do it is, you know, you can walk eight minutes one direction and eight minutes home. That's not going to be too far, but far enough for your dog to be able to smell around and be happy. When you do this with your dog at least once or twice a day, your dog is going to become a better dog. This is something that is really, really great. A lot of people that have issues with their dogs, um, it's because of that reason. My dogs, as soon as we, if Ryan's out of town and I'm at work all day, I'm going to come home today. Like for instance, this is one of those days. I'm actually called our doggy sitter to go walk them because if they don't have a walk, they can become all that energy can become destructive. And this happens with, um, a lot of fast dogs or dog working dogs. Like our dogs are whippets. So they, they're runners, right? They have to go to for runs almost every day. So if they don't, when I come home today, probably they have, there's a couch in our loft area upstairs in our house. And the, one of the pillows is not quite, it's kind of old. So it's kind of, I mean, it looks good, but the dogs know about it. So they go up there and they open the zipper and they take all the stuffing out and they go crazy. Or they'll take something like, they'll find like one of my hoodies and they'll take it out or they'll, they'll destroy something. And it's because they're bored. So when your dog is misbehaving, it's usually because you should consider taking them for more walks. Try that. Get them a little tired or just let them to smell stuff outside and rub their paws everywhere. They are going to be so happy. Let's talk about fabulous fashion things. Okay. So honestly, there's a new trend and it's happening everywhere in every menswear collection this year. And I'm a little scared of it. I have not tried it. I kind of want to try one, but I'm kind of like trying to figure out which one I want to do on the runway. We saw some that were made out of flannel. Some of them that were like sweater, like some of them were jean material denim. Some of them were glitter. Some of them were really slutty. Some of them were long all the way to the ankle. So some of them looked construction utility, 
Some of them literally looked like upside down t-shirts. And what am I talking about? I am talking about the men's skirt. Yes, men's skirts are going to be totally into fashion, I guess. I mean, for the, for the American average male, it's not going to happen. <laughs> but for the fashionista, cool, New Yorker, LA, you know, Europe, I mean, it could happen in this regular kind of like fashion urban wear. But it's going to be very, very, um, not like a, your, your typical skirt. Anyway, skirts are in. Look out for men wearing skirts all throughout town. This concludes, really, everything I wanted to talk about today. I feel like I've covered a lot. I'm going to try to keep my podcasts around 20 minutes or so because I feel like that's plenty of time for me to tell you my fabulous things I got to talk about. With that said, starting today, I want to start a new trend or I want to start a new, a new thing here. Whoever you are out there, always know that you are loved. Someone loves you. That could be me because I love you. Thank you for joining today and I hope to talk to you guys next week again. Bye.